Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Sam Marshall, who's the president and CEO of the Pennsylvania Insurance Federation, had a good conversation with him and then twisted his arm to be on the show right now. Sam, thanks for being with us. Uh, thank you for having me. Now, the, the, the first question, and I have a lot of questions, but the first question is the one that, that people asked yesterday. Are insur- health insurance companies in Pennsylvania required to provide coverage for treatment? And if so, for how long? Yes, we are required. Uh, that's what is known in Pennsylvania as Act 6 of 1990. Um, and it applies to both individual and group uh, health insurance plans. Um, It's 30 inpatient days and 60 outpatient days annually, um, and and one can trade the inpatient for the outpatient days on a two-for-one basis. Okay, so so anybody that needs treatment, that's required. Now, can some companies offer more than that? Is that the minimum? Yeah, that's that's the minimum. That's the mandate, uh, and you know, and some companies do. Um, what what your viewers should be uh, should understand. That's the role for insurance coverage, uh, both individual and group. That's not necessarily the role for government programs such as Medicaid, although I think Medicaid matches that. Uh, more important, it's not the role for what, what are called self-insurance plans. Many large employers have self-insurance plans that are not subject to that law. The other thing with that law is that um, it, it is also subject to a parity rule, meaning that that type of coverage can have different conditions and prerequisites than, say, what is applicable for physical ailments. Okay, now, now, Sam, yesterday, the governor's declaration, as the, as the guy that runs the Insurance Federation, what was your general reaction to that? Um, our general reaction was a positive one. I mean, I, I, appreciate, I appreciate the thought that it was overdue. The, uh, the, the one concern that, that we have as an insurance industry is that there, there's a lot of correctly a lot of focus on ensuring good treatment for opioid addiction um, but we always feel that the best form of treatment is in prevention and what that didn't go into and you know it may not have been the purpose but we think that Harrisburg should be focused on measures that will also reduce you know, that, that will prevent opioid addiction to begin with. Uh, you, people should remember, it always starts with a legally prescribed opioid. That's, now, now that's Sam, you, you, you mentioned this. And there are things that we think Pennsylvania should be doing to reduce the prescription of opioids in, in the workplace, in health insurance, uh, whether it's for children, whether it's for adults, uh, whether it's in conventional health insurance or in workers' compensation insurance. Now, th- you just hit the, we, we had a little bit of a conversation this morning. You mentioned workers' compensation, like like that. There's that's something that needs to be focused on. Can you explain your concerns about that? Uh, sure. Uh, people should realize that, that in Pennsylvania, workers' compensation is where you see an astoundingly high amount of opioids being prescribed. It's not surprising because 
workers' compensation, those types of injuries, back injuries, knee injuries, and the like, um, are frequently pain management uh, conditions. In Pennsylvania, um, we, the business community, the hospitals, a uh, you know, number of provider groups, the ambulances, the pharmacists, have, been, have all gotten behind a bill uh, that has passed overwhelmingly in the Senate and is now before the House that would establish in workers' compensation the drug formula that the Bureau of Workers' Compensation adopt a drug formulary that would monitor the use of opioids and you know what are called compound medications, other pain management forms, um, as well as put a uniformly high standard of utilization review on the prescribing of them. Um, that has shown to work in other states to greatly reduce opioid prescriptions um, in their workers' compensation systems, and we'd like to see the same success brought to Pennsylvania. Now, when you say that, I'm thinking, well, people on workers' comp oftentimes have very serious injuries, uh, and one of the things that we were concerned about yesterday is that a lot of the restrictions are hitting people who legitimately need opioids. And, and so, I mean, in workers' comp, do you see that there could be a problem with kind of tightening the restraints there? No, you know, I mean, obviously, from a from an insurer's perspective, um, it's in our financial interest just as much as the end of, uh, of the injured worker's uh, interest to get back to work as soon as possible. It's what everybody wants. Um, nobody's looking to limit the amount of needed medications. What you are looking to do is make sure it's the right amount of medications. Pennsylvania is at the very top across the country um, in terms of opioid prescriptions for injured workers. We're an outlier. Uh, what we'd like to do is bring the same types of, of measures, which drug formularies, things that exist throughout the health insurance field and have helped to reduce opioid prescriptions and in health insurance generally, we'd like to bring that to the workers' compensation system. Now, Sam, I'm sure you're going to understand this question a little better than me, but someone just texted a question for you and said, can an insurance company deny you coverage for treatment unless there's a dual diagnosis? don't know what they mean by they, they, I, I think I'm, I'm trying to read it here. Dual, like They're saying that being addicted to opioids is not enough. You also have to have a mental issue as, as well before you can get treatment. I've, uh, I, I mean, I'd, I'd be happy to learn more, but I've not heard that. Okay. Well, I mean, that's a question Addiction for some. And, 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 the reason that, and, and the reason, I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm quizzical on it, uh, generally, I mean, the Pennsylvania law is drug and alcohol abuse generally. Opioids are obviously a form of drug abuse and drug addiction. Um, I do know that generally, um, if you are seeking treatment for drug or alcohol addiction, you don't need to have another diagnosis, right? Or diagnosis tied to that. What else, now? What's the next thing you want to see happen to deal with this opioid crisis? Um, I, I think. I think you know. I think a number of the measures that the that the governor put in his emergency order make some sense. I mean, you know, better coordination of treatment, making sure that people aren't, you know, we have a prescription monitoring program, making sure that that's working. Um, but what you, you know, a lot of this is, is getting better education to the providers and getting better curves. And so what I think you need to have are in all the forms. I think health insurance is doing a lot. I think the government insurance programs are doing a lot. The workers' compensation system is a glaring hole on it in terms of 
making sure that we have responsible drug formularies that prevent outliers uh, and making sure that we have responsible review of that so that you don't have, you know, and, and I think most of the provider community is realizes that and is on board. That's why the hospital association, for instance, supports the reforms in the bill that's now before the house. All right, Sam Marshall, Pennsylvania insurance federation. Thanks for taking time to answer our questions. I'm grateful. My pleasure. Okay. Grateful to have the chance. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. 